Life is going great. Until one day, you're out of work. No matter how it happened, you need to find a new job. Pronto. The problem is, no one ever taught you how to navigate the ever-shifting and ever-changing wasteland of applying for a job in the modern market. I'm Rob Conlon, and here on Recruiting Hell, I help people get jobs. I'm on a mission to help educate 10,000 job seekers on the best ways to get hired in the modern job market. No matter your field, this show is designed to help you level up your job hunting game and escape the many circles of recruiting hell. Step into my studio and let's get you the hell out of here. This episode of Recruiting Hell is generously supported by our friends at CoinList, one of the fastest growing companies in the cryptocurrency space. CoinList is hiring. Visit www.coinlist.co slash jobs to apply. Tell them Rob sent you. Hello and welcome to Recruiting Hell. I'm your host, Rob Conlon. In our last episode of this season, before our finale, of course, we're going to talk about something that is a very niche topic in your job hunt. This likely won't be a long episode, but it's one of the most critical things you can learn about for your job hunt. Rejection. Rejection and how to cope with it. Across my own job search, those of my friends, the listeners of the show, and the job-seeking world at large, the number one number one thing I see folks struggle to deal with is the grind of the job hunt. This episode is called The Long Haul because that's what job hunting is. And it's a long game, and it's one that if you're not prepared for it, can seriously damage you as a person. We talk about this all the time on this show, the value of those who are job searching. You are worth more than your work. You hear me say it all the time. But sometimes that's really hard to believe when you're in the midst of a job hunt. I get it. I've been there. We're going to talk about three coping strategies for the stress of being rejected today and how they can help you to keep moving through the toughest parts of your job hunt. Now, these are offered from my own experience as a sales executive who faced rejection daily and used these very strategies to make sure that I stayed as healthy as possible when facing rejection on a daily basis. Now, the first strategy we're going to dive into is the easiest. This is self-confidence, and for some folks, that may be a struggle. One of the most important moments of my life came around about seven years ago when I was first introduced to a guy by the name of Gary Vaynerchuk. Now, mind you, I don't know Gary personally, though I probably definitely like to, but his content is what was brought to me. If you don't know who Gary is, he that's okay. He's a huge deal in the marketing and social media world. Gary basically created and codified a lot of the content models that shows like this work on today. There was this one episode of his Daily V blog. It's a vlog, actually. Episode number 101. That's going to be in the uh, show notes here. And this episode really stuck out to me. And it struck one of the deepest most emotional chords possible with me. At roughly the 8.50 mark in this amazing compilation video that one of his fans put together for him, there's a snippet of Gary that has him saying the following. 
if you're not your number one fan, you've lost. Because the market is really good at tearing you down. That's pretty accurate for job hunting, isn't it? The market is really good at tearing you down. The job market doesn't give a crap about you and your feelings. You're the only one who can. And it's up to you to remain your number one fan. Have that self-confidence. You are talented and you are going to beat this. It's when we lay down and give up that things go completely off the rails. Now you, listener, might be in this situation even if you aren't feeling positive, the literal fake-it-until-you-make-it attitude is incredibly important here. The important thing to remember is that even if you're telling yourself you're the world's greatest, there is always room for improvement. The development as a professional for yourself hinges on that second part. You can be your number one fan. You should be your number one fan. But it's always got to be positioned in a way that is looking for you to do upward movement and development on yourself. That is step one to insulating against rejection. It's not that you can do no wrong, but the mindset must be that you are amazing, worthwhile, and that you are adept at being your own number one fan. Be your own number one fan. Technique number two is recognizing that for the vast majority of us, job hunting, much like sales, especially relational sales, is a long and arduous process and that you are going to have to repeat this application and networking rigmarole for probably the better part of a year in most cases. It's something you should not only prepare to experience, but also tell yourself consistently when it comes to getting rejected. It's likely not time for your job hunt to bear fruit, statistically, especially in the early phases. Now, that doesn't mean that you can't get super lucky, like my buddy who's going to come on here for an escapee edition in Season 4. He moved across the country and had two reasonable offers of employment within two and a half weeks of getting settled in his new city. The reality, though, is, is that you're not going to be lucky like him. Your job hunt will take between two months on the low side and 12 months on the high side. Just read an article from LinkedIn that the median, the median job hunt is five months. And the two months to 12 months number I just mentioned, even on the low end, that is 60 days with no structure and no paycheck. And that can be troubling for many people in America and of course the world over. Job hunting is not easy. And it's a job within itself. Preparing yourself to realize this and preparing the new structure that you need to follow is a ton of work. Now, in past episodes, we've talked about building a central pillar to your day with strategies like time blocking and building new structures to replace your normal work day, bringing those application times out, portfolio work out, things like that. This is a big undertaking. It's a lot of effort. There are going to be days that you don't want to do this. But in order to advance your job hunt and get out of recruiting hell, you'll have to. I've been there. I've fallen to the wayside on job hunting. And it is the worst thing in the world to have to start from scratch after losing all that momentum. Make the preparations today to ensure tomorrow's success. You will likely never have as much free time in your life as you do right now. And making the most of it Right now, when the going is toughest, is your best bet 
to get back to prosperous times. Hey listeners, we're going to take a quick break here for some of the business side of running a podcast. These sponsors not only believe in this show, but they may have a product, service, or even an open position that can help you end your job hunt. Give them a listen and drop by their websites in thanks for their help in supporting this show and your work search. Hey folks, it's Rob. A lot of times on this show, we talk about the power of networking to find a job. Well, networking is exactly how we wound up partnering with our newest sponsor, CoinList. So you're asking yourself right now, Rob, what is CoinList? Well, CoinList is a San Francisco and New York City-based technology company that provides investors with access to the most cutting-edge investment opportunities in the blockchain and cryptocurrency space. On CoinList, investors can access the best new crypto tokens before they list on other crypto exchanges, and it pays to be early in crypto. Now, right now, they have two special offers for listeners of Recruiting Hell. The first, as a Recruiting Hell listener, you'll earn $10 of Bitcoin when you create an account and trade at least $100 worth of assets on the CoinList trading platform. That's right, you heard me, free Bitcoin. Just visit www.coinlist.co slash recruiting hell to get started. The second is something that could end your time in recruiting hell altogether. CoinList is hiring. You heard me right, CoinList could be your next great opportunity for work. Excited about cryptocurrency? Got a passion for technology? Find CoinList's open positions today at coinlist.co slash jobs. That's coinlist.co slash jobs. And when you do, be sure to tell them Rob sent you. We're back. A big thank you to our sponsors for their offerings, as well as you for considering them. On with the show. The key point I want you to take away from this for your job search is that you have to use the skills that you've been given to find a way to be marketable to others. And this is why we're on such a kick for portfolio projects on this show. You have to make something of yourself when you're out of work. Make them buy you. And the one thing that's important about that is that you have to have something others want to buy. A few moments ago, we talked about relational sales. Now, for those of you not from the sales world, there are many types of sales, nine of them to be exact, but very few types of sales are as polar opposites as relational and transactional sales. Let me explain the difference to give you a little bit of a heads up in case you're not familiar with this. A transactional sale is a generally lower price point item and little consideration goes into actually completing the transaction, say, selecting the laundry detergent you want to use from your local grocery store. Really, any mass-produced product can be a transactional sale. You see it, if it meets your needs, you buy it. It's pretty cut and dry. However, a relational sale is what some of the largest deals in the world are built off of. The relational sale is a sale that takes time, a sale that takes effort, and a sale that takes a human connection. Much like choosing a car, maybe, or finding the right piece of software for your business, a relational sale relies on familiarity with the seller as well as the product and a level of trust that is far above simply looking at an item in a store window and deciding whether or not you want to buy it. It's pretty cut and dry. However, a relational sale is what some of the largest deals in the world are built off of. The relational sale is a sale that takes time. It's a lot like choosing a car or finding the right piece of software for your business. A relational sale relies on familiarity with the seller 
as well as a level of trust that is far above and beyond simply looking at an item in a window or in a store and deciding that you want to buy it. Relational sales are deep. Relational sales are a big time investment, and relational sales are exactly what job hunting is about. Many products and services that have a relational sales pattern often have a long buying cycle, generally between three months or a year or more. Job hunting is the same way. A company is very often going to look to make an investment in an employee and is doing their due diligence to sort out what will and what will not be a good hire for them. Now, unfortunately, in this day and age, as you know, ghosting and other non-contact issues abound, which can make it seem like you're consistently being rejected. It's not that you don't matter, it's that companies, somewhat wrongly, don't care. They're in a buying cycle, and unless you were perhaps a finalist in that buying cycle you often don't get any indication that you've lost the opportunity to make the sale of yourself. Understanding that job hunting is much more like relational sales and sales prospecting is another key to managing and dealing with rejection. When you lay out the mental blueprint for yourself that is a sales process, if you will, for job hunting, and that not every deal or opportunity will close, it creates resilience in you. Sales is a game of numbers and conversion rates. Now, if we do a bit of reverse math here when it comes to what it takes to find a job, you'll see why getting rejected from many opportunities is not only common, but is something that you will have to grow to accept. And again, I'm not here to tell you to suck it up, buttercup, but it's one of those things where in your job hunt, rejection is going to be a very real companion to you. And the sooner that you accept that, the better your job hunt will go almost overnight. Now, let's say you just got hired. Congratulations. It took you five months, the median time for a job hunt, like I mentioned. Five months is 20 weeks. You have now the one job you needed. However, how many other jobs interviewed you before this one said yes? Let's say you had 10 interviews, an interview every two weeks for 20 weeks. Now the question is, how many applications did you have to send out to get those 10 interviews? If you're highly successful in your applications, or maybe just taking any job you can get your hands on, perhaps you sent out 10 applications to obtain each interview. That'd be a fantastic conversion rate and far better than anything I've ever done. So if you are looking at that, pat yourself on the back. So to get one job, you have to have 10 interviews. And to get those 10 interviews, you have to send out 100 applications, 10 per interview. That's a lot of time. And of those applications, because you only took one job, 99% of them will be rejections. Understanding that the vast majority of your efforts will be a rejection from the get-go is another incredible way to cope with this over the long haul. You cannot afford to put all of your hope on a single job or a single application. Because even in this nice and neat example, there is a 99% chance or more, maybe, that it won't be the job that hires you. Understanding this is the key to building your resilience for the long haul. The fact that you expect, you need to learn to expect that these job applications will fail. 
And you also have to insulate yourself from that by having multiple irons in the fire. So that if one does fail, it doesn't matter to you. The final tactic today has to do with something I speak about a lot in this show. And I, I hope that you as a listener don't get on me too much for trumping this up, I guess, in this case. But it's something that is so tremendously powerful. It has been so powerful for me and it has been powerful for other people that I know it's portfolios. You could have probably guessed that if you've listened to this show uh, for any number of episodes. You need to have an overarching project for your time out of work. It's okay to not start at day one, but you should be at the very least giving thought to what you can do to build your professional portfolio within the first week of being out of work. There's going to be someone out there in an interview who asks you the following question. What did you do with your pandemic slash time out of work? And maybe you think that's a jerky question, and maybe it is. But the reality is that it's likely going to be asked, and you'll need to have a better answer than, I spent time with my family. Now we know, we know that that is great and valuable. Spending time with your family is wonderful, and that's what's really important in life. But unless you're working for the rare company that is truly valuing an answer like that, having a concrete project that took more than just a few hours to throw together is important. If you're struggling for the idea of what to do for a portfolio project for the long haul, consider the scope of it. Is your portfolio project a finite thing? For example, if you're making a podcast, is it a limited run series? If it's writing, are you writing a novel? Are you creating a collection of poetry? If it's art, is it a painting that you've completed over many, many sittings? If you're a graphic designer, what kind of story can you tell with the images in your online portfolio? Storytelling is one of the biggest things that humans buy when it comes to liking others. Do you have a good story to tell? And that's actually going to be a key part of our upcoming season four, storytelling. Having an overarching story and even sub-stories, just like a compelling TV show, your time unemployed is going to be finite. And as much as it seems like a long shot right now, you need to make something that transcends that time to pay you dividends after your job search is over. You may not even know how to make a quality portfolio project for your industry. Finding out and learning what that is for you, for your unique situation, is part of that journey too. Portfolios help to minimize the pain of rejection by giving you something else to focus on that not only helps your job hunt, but can really impress potential employers as well. Doing a portfolio well can lead to additional conversations with prospective employers down the road, and it gives you the opportunity to showcase who you are, especially on social media. The tremendous importance of shoring up what you are offering to a prospective employer can bolster your attitude for when rejections come. A portfolio project is solely driven by you. You are the one who determines what is successful and what is unsuccessful in it. There will be employers out there who don't like your portfolio. That happens. We're humans. We have different opinions. However, the more common answer that I've found is that employers actually really appreciate the effort that goes in to a well-assembled portfolio project. 
you can use this to not only buoy your attitude and your energy for your work search, but also as a talking and discussion point for the future, not only with the companies you are interviewing at, but also via social media with other people in your network saying, hey, look what I made. What do you think of it? If you were hiring, would you hire a person that made something like this? The long haul is just that. It's long and it's full of rejections. Understanding this and understanding that rejections are normal and part of job hunting is key to your success going forward. You have to eat rejection for breakfast and take the steps professionally that we described in this episode to mitigate what rejection does to you. It can be hard to face rejection. We as humans are designed to feel uncomfortable or feel, you know, pain when fellow people reject us because we're social creatures and we crave belonging. If you're facing a wall of rejection right now, if you are feeling like, gosh, it is the worst time in my job hunt, I'd invite you to reach out to me. Let's have a conversation and see if there isn't a way I can help you not only face down your rejection, but also help you conquer your job hunt. My inbox is always open, and I look forward to hearing from you and helping you eat rejection for breakfast. As we draw this episode to a close, remember, you are worth more than your work. Your value to society is not dictated by what you do to pay your bills. Job hunting is difficult, no matter your age, gender, location, or background, and it's both acceptable and to your benefit to seek every bit of help in conquering this challenge. For more from Recruiting Hell, subscribe to the show on your favorite podcast player or our YouTube channel. And don't forget to leave a review of the show if your podcast platform allows it. It's tremendously helpful. Connect with Rob via LinkedIn. Be sure to visit recruiting-hell.com to subscribe to our newsletter. And of course, follow the show all across social media. Just look for the orange and blue flame logo. Recruiting Hell is a production of Westport Studios and is proudly made in Wisconsin. Lastly, be sure to visit and support our sponsors. They make it possible to do this show and make it better every single week. Remember, your job hunt is a marathon, not a sprint, and Recruiting Hell will be here to help you keep pace. Thanks for listening. Hey folks, it's Rob. Are you looking for a new opportunity in an up-and-coming industry that can help you get out of recruiting hell? Coinlist, one of the fastest-growing companies in the cryptocurrency space, is hiring. That's right, they not only support this show because they believe in it, but they believe that there's great talent to be found in this audience. Generous comp, great flexibility, incredible benefits, a strong culture, and a powerhouse team sound like a fit for you? Head to www.coinlist.co slash jobs and apply today. That's www.coinlist.co slash jobs. And be sure to let them know that you found them here on Recruiting Hell.